Welcome to the Bible in a Year with Manna. We're your hosts, Uriah and Trafina Beagle. Join us as we experience God's Word together and grow in our relationship with Him. Today we'll be reading from the Berean Standard Bible. The reading plan we're following is the One Year Chronological Bible. Today is day number 62, and we'll be reading from the Book of Numbers, chapters 14 and 15. Let's dive in. Numbers, chapter 14. Then the whole congregation lifted up their voices and cried out, and that night the people wept. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword? Our wives and children will become plunder. Or would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let us appoint a leader and return to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down before the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, were among those who had spied out the lands, tore their clothes, and said to the whole congregation of Israel, The land we passed through and explored is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and he will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not be afraid of the people of the land, for they will be like bread for us. Their protection has been removed, and the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. But the whole congregation threatened to stone Joshua and Caleb. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tent of meeting, and the Lord said to Moses, How long will this people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me, despite all the signs I have performed among them? I will strike them with a plague and destroy them, and I will make you into a nation greater and mightier than they are. But Moses said to the Lord, The Egyptians will hear of it, for by your strength you brought this people from among them, and they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land. They have already heard that you, O Lord, are in the midst of this people, that you, O Lord, have seen face to face that your cloud stands over them, and that you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. If you kill this people as one man, the nations who have heard of your fame will say, Because the Lord was unable to bring this people into the land he swore to give them, he has slaughtered them in the wilderness. So now, I pray, may the power of my Lord be magnified just as you have declared. The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in loving devotion, forgiving iniquity and transgression. Yet, He will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. He will visit the iniquity of the fathers upon their children to the third and fourth generation. Pardon, I pray, the iniquity of this people, in keeping with the greatness of your loving devotion, just as you have forgiven them ever since they left Egypt. I have pardoned them as you requested, the Lord replied. Yet, as surely as I live, and as surely as the whole earth is filled with the glory of the Lord, Not one of the men who have seen my glory and the signs I performed in Egypt and in the wilderness yet have tested me and disobeyed me these ten times. Not one will ever see the land that I swore to give their fathers. None of those who have treated me with contempt will see it. But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and has followed me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he has entered and his descendants will inherit it. Now, since the Amalekites and Canaanites are living in the valleys, turn back tomorrow and head for the wilderness along the route to the Red Sea. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long will this wicked congregation grumble against me? I have heard the complaints that the Israelites are making against me. So tell them, As surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you exactly as I heard you say. 
Your bodies will fall in this wilderness, all who were numbered in the census, everyone twenty years of age or older, because you have grumbled against me. Surely none of you will enter the land in which I swore to settle you, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. But I will bring your children, whom you said would become plunder, into the land you have rejected, and they will enjoy it. As for you, however, your bodies will fall in this wilderness. Your children will be shepherds in the wilderness for forty years, and they will suffer for your unfaithfulness until the last of your bodies lies in the wilderness. In keeping with the forty days you spied out the land, you shall bear your guilt forty years, a year for each day, and you will experience my alienation. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will surely do these things to the entire wicked congregation which has conspired against me. They will meet their end in the wilderness, and there they will die. So the men Moses had sent to spy out the land, who had returned and made the whole congregation grumble against him by bringing out a bad report about the land. Those men who had brought out the bad report about the land were struck down by a plague before the Lord. Of those men who had gone to spy out the land, only Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, remained alive. And when Moses relayed these words to all the Israelites, the people mourned bitterly. Early the next morning, they got up and went out toward the ridge of the hill country. We have indeed sinned, they said, but we will go to the place the Lord has promised. But Moses said, Why are you transgressing the commandment of the Lord? This will not succeed. Do not go up lest you be struck down by your enemies, because the Lord is not among you. For there the Amalekites, Canaanites will face you, and you will fall by the sword. Because you have turned away from the Lord, he will not be with you. But they dared to go up to the ridge of the hill country, though neither Moses nor the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord moved from the camp. Then the Amalekites and Canaanites who lived in that part of the hill country came down, attacked them, and routed them all the way to Hormah. Numbers 15. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, After you enter the land that I am giving you as a home, and you present an offering made by fire to the Lord from the herd or flock to produce a pleasing aroma to the Lord, either a burnt offering or a sacrifice, for a special vow or free will offering or appointed feast, then the one presenting his offering to the Lord shall also present a grain offering of a tenth of an ephah of fine flour, mixed with a quarter of hen of olive oil. With the burnt offering or sacrifice of each lamb, you are to prepare a quarter hen of wine as a drink offering. With the ram, you are to prepare a grain offering of two tenths of an ephah, a fine flour mixed with a third of a hen of olive oil and a third of a hen of wine as a drink offering, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. When you prepare a young bull as a burnt offering or sacrifice to fulfill a vow or as a peace offering to the Lord, present with the bull a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with half a hen of olive oil. Also present half a hen of wine as a drink offering. It is an offering made by fire, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. This is to be done for each bull, ram, lamb, or goat. This is how you must prepare each one, no matter how many. Everyone who is native-born shall prepare these things in a way when he presents an offering made by fire as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And for the generations to come, if a foreigner residing with you or someone else among you wants to prepare an offering made by fire as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, he is to do exactly as you do. The assembly is to have the same statue for both you and for the foreign resident. It is a permanent statute for the generations to come. 
you and the foreigner shall be the same before the Lord. The same law and the same ordinance will apply both to you and to the foreigner residing with you. Then the Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and tell them, when you enter the land to which I am bringing you and you eat the food of the land, you shall lift up an offering to the Lord. From the first of your dough, you are to lift up a cake as a contribution. Offer it just like an offering from the threshing floor. Throughout your generations, you are to give the Lord an offering from the first of your dough. Now, if you stray unintentionally and do not obey all these commandments that the Lord has spoken to Moses, all that the Lord has commanded you through Moses from the day the Lord gave them and continuing through the generations to come. And if it was done unintentionally without the knowledge of the congregation, then the whole congregation is to prepare one young bull as a burnt offering, a pleasing aroma to the Lord, with his grain offering and drink offering according to the regulation, and one male goat as a sin offering. The priest is to make atonement for the whole congregation of Israel so that they may be forgiven, for the sin was unintentional, and they have brought to the Lord an offering made by fire and a sin offering presented before the Lord for their unintentional sin. Then the whole congregation of Israel and foreigners residing among them will be forgiven, since it happened to all the people unintentionally. Also, if one person sits unintentionally, he is to present a year-old female goat as a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement before the Lord on behalf of the person who erred by sinning unintentionally, and when atonement has been made for him, he will be forgiven. You shall have the same law for one who acts in error, whether he is native-born, Israelite, or a foreigner residing among you. But the person who sins defiantly, whether a native or foreigner, blasphemes the Lord, that person shall be cut off from among his people. He shall certainly be cut off because he has despised the word of the Lord and broken his commandment. His guilt remains on him. While the Israelites were in the wilderness, a man was found gathering wood on the Sabbath day. Those who found the man gathering wood brought him to Moses, Aaron, and the whole congregation, and because it had not been declared what should be done to him, they placed him in custody. And the Lord said to Moses, the man must surely be put to death. The whole congregation is to stone him outside the camp. So the whole congregation took the man outside the camp and stoned him to death as the Lord had commanded Moses. Later, the Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and tell them that throughout the generations to come, they are to make for themselves tassels for the corners of their garments with the glue cord on each tassel. These will serve as tassels for you to look at so that you may remember all the commandments of the Lord that you may obey them and not prostitute yourselves by following your own heart and your own eyes. Then you will remember and obey all my commandments and you will be holy to your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being the key to our victory over the troubles in our lives or over the conflicts that we face. Thank you for providing your law again and reemphasizing it here to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So unfortunately, day 62 starts off with some more complaints from the people in the wilderness. Here they're trying to go back to Egypt. They are fed up, and their mentality here is that, you know, we were safe in Egypt. We, Even though we were being mistreated, we were good. We know that land. We know how it works. Let's go back. So Joshua's here. He's like, no, guys, just chill. It's not we're not, we don't want to go back there. We want to go forward. And so the Lord becomes frustrated in this moment here. And then Moses has to intercede on behalf of the people because the Lord is getting angry. God is angry here. But here we see that God is slow to anger. 
So he he was being pushed, but he was he was not immediately angry as he could have been. So he then declares judgment on all of the people who have questioned him and have just repeatedly back to the food. They were like, this isn't enough food. And now they're saying, we just want to go back. So at this point, God is like, okay, this is your judgment. So for the individuals that are 20 years or older, they are not going to make it out of the wilderness. This is where they will die. The children will make it out of the wilderness. However, they'll still have to suffer some until the very last one of them have died. So I think it's, it's, it's a harsh judgment, but it is valid because God is here saying, I, I wanted to deliver you to this land of milk and honey, this beautiful flowing land, this lush land. And yet instead you insist on staying in this place. Therefore you won't make, you won't get to see it. It's, it's like the judgments we bring upon ourselves essentially. Mm. Like you, yeah. you can bring these things upon yourself by your actions and the things that you do. So consider that. The plague immediately fell upon the people who gave the bad report. So mm-hmm. they died even before the wandering began. And again, where people decided they wanted to fulfill God's prophecy immediately, they were like, you know what? We don't want to wander in the wilderness for 40 years. We're just going to attack, <laughs> and this will be successful. And Moses is like, hold on. God's not going with you, and the Levites are staying right here with the ark. Like, no, no God going with you. That's just you as people. You're going to die. They're like, no, no, we got this. God said we could take it. We could take it. He's like, he didn't say you could take it now. (laughs) So they go out, and they are routed. They're defeated, suffer mass losses, and that probably did a good portion of the job that the Lord was going to fulfill out in the wilderness where a bunch of people had to die before they could go back. So you're thinking, like, a lot of the young, war-eligible men would have just marched out, people who had seen God's miracles, who are now not going to live into entering into the promised land, have to go out and die. And this is, again, like you were saying, some of that self-fulfilling prophecy almost, or, or taking the prophecy given by God and becoming, yeah, living it's like, it out. It's like you don't need to go up before God. He, he's got it. So you have to, again, trust, have faith, and let him do what he's supposed to do to prepare the way before you, before you think to take matters into your own hands. And Caleb and Joshua, again, called out for being good, faithful stewards and for trying to, having done the right thing and trying to convince the people to uh, go in initially. And then when Moses said, no, we can't, they said, okay, well, we can't then. Yeah, they were the only ones who were able to remain alive. Then we go back into some rules, and we get some rules that were emphasized before and are now shown with a judgment. So the man who works on the Sabbath, again, it was a very holy time for them. So he's, his penalty for disobeying a very clear-cut command was... Unfortunately, stoning. And your favorite way of... It's so buying. sad. It's, yeah. it's, I just can't even imagine it Like at this day and age. It's a, a rough way. You just got to hope somebody's real accurate with that first stone so you can't feel the rest. Mm. And then the tassels on the garb to remind people of the Ten Commandments. So the commands that God had given them, again, because the people keep just disobeying. He's like, all right, all right, you need some kind of physical reminder so that you won't forget that I told you all these things. So here you go. But I do love that, though. I love that God continuously chases after us. He continuously makes it easier for us to 
follow his commands. Mm. Now, as humans, we are going to continuously rebel against that. That is the plight of our sin. But he he doesn't give up on us. He never he never does. He never has. So he's going to try to make us. He's going to try to help us to be faithful to him. Mm. So good. And we will continue with you tomorrow. We look forward to being with you for day number 63 of the Bible in a Year with Man.